Hi, my name is Timmy B and I was just a guest. Me, her and everything. It was so much fun. Hey guys, what's up? It's another episode, you know, of me, her and everything else. I am Stephanie Kota at Dairy Nookoo. Today I have... Uh, really, oh my gosh, like, I'm, this is my girl crush, by the way, guys. Like, yeah. Tammy B in the house with me. Hi, oh, Steph. Hi. How's oh my God. God. How's life? Oh my God, we're going to talk about that. Okay, great. <laughs> this is our little therapy session. Yes, <laughs> let's do that. <laughs> but now, how are you? I'm alive. Yeah. Actually, no. In 2023, I said I will, I will start, that was my 2022. Because mm-hmm. I was barely, like, I was just... So 2023, I'm well. Thank you. Okay, that is a good one. You know, everyone usually says I'm fine. Yeah. You know, oh yeah, I'm okay. But I've started to realize that the older I get, the more that is such a lie. Like people just say that as like an auto response. Like, I'm okay, I'm fine. But I'm well, I feel like that's a bit Yeah, so I always say I'm alive because really, I'm just alive. Mm -hmm. I didn't tell you I was okay. I just said I'm alive. But, you know, you're supposed to, um, what's 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 the thing they say? You're supposed to say good things, things yeah, so that good things, things exactly are manifesting. Mm-hmm. So I'm well. So I will be well yes. in money and in brain mm-hmm. and in everything. Well, I'm well. Yes. Yeah. I'm well. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> and the church said amen. amen. Well, uh, we are in our 30s. Yes. Yeah. We are women. We are mothers, mm-hmm. wives, all of that stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, yo. Does anyone else feel this sense of anxiety sometimes at like being all these things and just waking up and being in the internet age where you just go online and you see something like bad news and you have like things like children, husbands or, you know, family members. And it's like, when I was in my 20s, I feel like I was just living life, you know, mm-hmm. fearless, everything. But now it's like you wake up and it's like another thing to worry about. Yeah, it's tough. Um, and it's tough for me because I, I have anxiety just normally so like um it it's now like anxiety pro max and I didn't know you know this has always been with me so Mm -hmm. until I spoke to a therapist and you know I was diagnosed I I didn't know that people I thought everybody lived like this like with this constant like worry like you're always always thinking all the time apparently some people don't have anxiety well I think they're good (laughs) they don't overthink I love you and I hate you at the same time because why not me? Yeah, they don't ever think. Can you imagine? Wait, that? hold on. Is that a symptom? That's a thing. That's, that's a, a symptom thing. of anxiety. Overthinking? Yeah. Yeah. It's I thought that was of, like a trait. It's kind of a thing. I thought it was like a personality trait. Or well, like a, it might be. Astrology. I don't know. No, it's definitely not that. Definitely not the zodiacs. No, I'm here. No, I, no, I definitely overthink. Yeah, um, yeah, overthinking is a thing that's always been a part of me. It's very, it's, it's mm. very unhealthy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very limiting because every. Let me tell you how bad it is. When I wake up in the morning, I can't just go into the shower. Like I need to find my outfit first and put it on the bed. Like it cannot be out of order. So there is never a time where I don't have my outfit before I shower. Is that because I've thought and I've been thinking about it. So I've, I've, as I've been sleeping, I know I'm coming here tomorrow. I've been thinking, what am I going to wear? Oh, my God. That's my life. It's not like just being organized. It's not. I, I thought that, but apparently <laughs> it's not. Because some people, some people live on vibes. They just wake up. <laughs> they don't know what is happening. <laughs> like they're just going to go. 
Okay. I love you people. And I can imagine how liberating and freeing that is. Like, you can just do what you want. Like, you just go on the go. I even know what I'm going to eat. Like, tomorrow. Nah, this next level, like, like, OCD. Like, no, wait. I, I don't know what it is, but I know what I'm going to eat tomorrow. Some people don't know. They're just going on. I haven't even eaten. They're just going on. Like, hey, they're just like, maybe it's Amala, maybe it's rice. We move. I'm like, why? Oh, my goodness. I've never heard this before. Yeah, that's That means, like, I'm so... No, but... So you're probably wait, living on vibes. I'm living on vibes, So but, you think you are like, but you are probably living on vibes. No, I'm definitely living on vibes <laughs> and anxiety. Yeah, but like, I must have a different type. Because... We should call a therapist. Hello, ma. Afternoon. There are two mad people here. <laughs> yeah, Which one is my like, match? Which one is her match? And, like, and, so, and I'm like, when did this happen, actually? Like, is it when like I turned 30? Like, I don't get it. Like, because I feel like everything was cool until... Maybe, no. maybe once she became responsible for another oh, life. Oh, that's it. And then you just, you don't want to get into No, another wrong. life and then like responsible to another, hu- like, I don't know, yeah. like you living with another human being yeah, as well. Yeah, maybe that's I mean, it. Yeah, because I, don't, I think in life, sometimes we just go, we just go with like, we know we're supposed to do certain things. Like, okay, well, I know I'm supposed to, you know, get a job. I know I'm supposed to maybe get married. You know, I know I'm supposed to have a child. But then it's like, I think one day you realize, oh, wait, I've actually done all these things now. And oh my gosh. What's I have next? all this responsibility. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, can I handle this? We're already in it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, remember we said this, like we, we had a little uh, <laughs> chit chat the <laughs> other day. But remember we said this, like the older women, they didn't really prep us or tell us. I feel like older women just told us, oh yeah, you need to get married or you need to do this. Or, you need to get a job. You need to be um, mm-hmm. this way. You need to be a good girl. Oh, let's talk about that. First yeah. of all, because you know, this whole good girl, no, they pay thing. Like, yeah, I don't thing. know. I don't know. I don't Shout know. Shout out to I don't, I don't know. Maybe. Bobrisky maybe is, the truth, is, man. is it like he has a point? Because Bobrisky has hacked life. Oh. Bobrisky has hacked life. Let me tell you. That oh, good us. girl know they pay. I hope you know that. That is true. No, that is say me. No. No. Let me. Br- oh, Bobrisky. <laughs> Honestly. Where? To you. Wherever your heart. Now. It's. Let me let me break it down to you. Break it very, down. When the tollgate was still tollgating, right? Yeah, I'm a good person. I think so. Um, you 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 you're supposed to queue, right? Yeah. Everybody's supposed to get on the thing. You pay and you go. Mm-hmm. Now you do that, right? Mm-hmm. Other people, they'll just go. Pew, pew. <laughs> that person is going to get to the destination Fuck before you, but you're yeah. there. Yeah, good girl. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> good girl. They will pew 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 you. You will get to, to, to work late, but they'll be pewing. Mm-hmm. You see those pewers? Mm-hmm. They're not doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. If this was a normal country, mm-hmm. they would be arrested. Because right. why are you pewing? Yeah. Right? Exactly. That's, that's Bob Risky for you. And I'll be on that. Okay, I'll be like, ah, good girl, don't they pay? I hope you know that. I ought to have pewed, but yeah. I don't have the liver. So for you to not be a good girl, you have to have like... Oh my god, I said this to someone. You have so to like have a I, Yep. No, that I, was, I don't have. I but I'm guessing this, yeah. No, you, wait, yeah. what does that mean? Hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> Please, you know it's not in our so some people's DNA. I was saying, let me tell you. Yeah, I don't think it's in my DNA. Yo, That's the issue. I, I was yeah. telling somebody, I think the girl was just saying, like, you know, because she has like maybe like a very sexy figure. People assume that she does certain things to mm-hmm. get money, you know, yeah. and she doesn't. She's very introverted and everything. And she's like, oh, why can't I just do this thing? And I say, you know what? Some things I just know your DNA. Like, yeah. sorry. Like, you might want to, you know, oh, okay, you know what? Ah, oh, me too. Let me be bad girl. Let yeah. me enter street. Where yeah. is your enter? It's your own head that will have bad luck. Yeah. Like, 
they won't be giving you what they're giving everybody else. No, so they won't. I, I don't know. Like, so is it maybe some of... I've always to... said that if I was going to do that, even if I succeeded, they will ask for their money back. <laughs> they will <laughs> be like, where's the customer service of this girl, bomb bomb? <laughs> Hi, this was not worth my cash. Yeah. I need it back. Okay, it just wouldn't be good. But <laughs> the pressure <laughs> is like, definitely gets it worse, because it's like, yo, you... And I feel so bad for the younger generation because it's like, Okay, one minute, everyone's like, you know, you need to be on this motivational speakers, wake up in the morning and just be talking. By the way, motivational speakers that talk on marriage, like, oh my God, <laughs> like, yo, and I, I don't, I'm not saying like, if you're not married or if you have, if you've been married before, you can't talk about marriage, right? But I'm just like, can we give it a rest? Like, even these things you guys talk about, like married people are not even like sitting at home thinking like, oh, this is what like is going it's on happening. in my marriage. Like, it's really not that deep. Sometimes I feel like they've made this marriage thing bigger than it is. Um, I think like that so it's much. big. It definitely yeah, it is, marriage is big. They give us so but, much I, attention. Yeah, because I mean, what else is there to talk about? People love love. Oh, Everything yeah, is yeah. surrounds love. Whether all types of love, whether it's the the Rose girl love, a companion or the marriage love, there's always talk about love. I think that it's important to talk about marriage, but I think mm. everybody's saying the wrong things. I think that Please. you just need to prepare mm-hmm. people, both men and women, for what it is. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know what it is, even the people talking about it. That's my point. And you don't... I certainly never understood how much of a commitment it was, uh, how like important it is, mm. what the expectations are. Mm. Like... There are things you should know. I had no idea. I got married when I was 23 years old. And when you were, you I was young doing it, to me, it was like, oh, you're just going to live with your boyfriend forever. But mm. it, it, apparently that's not. So if you have that mindset, it's already, it, it's kind of like you're going to fail because mm. that's really not what it is. Mm-hmm. And there's nobody to tell you. So all the big aunties, you tell them you're getting married. Congratulations. None of you <laughs> said to me, Hold on. Are you sure? Because if anybody said to me, are you sure? I'd have probably had to think about it. Yeah. And maybe wouldn't have gone through with it at the time. But like, I had to know. I, to me, it was just, ah, this person is my guy. We'll be guys. Yeah. But then your guy has a different perception of the, the, the setup. Yeah. And they go into it thinking of something else. So both of you, you're, you're not on the same wavelength to start with. Yeah. So there's that. So a lot of women... Young women just need to know what it is, is what is expected. It. Like, there should be a school just yeah, to know, sure. so that you know. And then when you know and you graduate from the school, you can make an informed decision as to whether this is what you want mm-hmm. to do, right? Because I feel like if a lot of people really knew what the realities are and could be, they probably wouldn't do it. Yeah, and that's they my just, point. They just be like, I will be at home. Thank you very much. Yeah, because people are talking. That's why I'm saying that mm-hmm. people fixate on it and they're talking about things that are not even really that. I wouldn't say they're irrelevant, but they don't really know what it is. And it's like, they're just judging from an outside view of like, okay, yeah, maybe ah, cheating. Let's go on and on and on about it. Mm-hmm. There are other things as w- compounded with that as well. But like, there's so many things that happen, like, especially not being prepared. Like mm-hmm. when you get married, the first thing all these big aunties are going to tell you is, ah, congratulations. Oh, which color is it? Should it be? Oh, did it? they don't say, oh, you know, okay, you know, this, this, you know, you need to... They don't prepare women. And I don't think men are also like fully prepared as well. I feel like sometimes people just feel like I've been with you. I've had I've had a guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've had a guy come tell me that like, yo, I'm going to propose to my 
mm-hmm. girlfriend. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's nice. It's obviously way back. But like, oh yeah, that's, I'm like, okay, why? <laughs> oh, because I've been with her for a long time. And like, you know, I can't, like, I'll feel so bad if I do it with someone. Like, I can't do it with someone else because I've been with this person for a long time. And it's like, but do you really want to marry this person? Mm-hmm. Or are you just doing it because you feel like it's a debt you have to pay for wasting their time? Yeah. Um, I did see like, I think Mo Cheddar was saying that she was um engaged for like 10 yeah. years. I know some people think like, oh, Lord of the Rings or whatever mm-hmm. nonsense. But like each to their own. But I just, I just think sometimes people feel like you have to do it because you've been with that person. Like you owe them yeah. and you've wasted their time or their life. When really and truly, that's not what you want. And sometimes that's why you see people or women or men or whatever going off with people that are kind of different from what they have at home. It's yeah. like, if you wanted that, why you why don't you go for that? I mean, this is a very interesting angle. Because <laughs> my sister was talking to me about it yesterday and, and I was like, what you're trying to do is kind of find a roadmap to avoid heartbreak, which doesn't exist. I think men... so. <laughs> and this is how I explained it to her. I said, you see the brand new Mercedes, right? Mm. This, this Mercedes is cha-cha. Now you can't afford to buy it outright, right? But you can afford to pay a rental. So if there was like a monthly fee to, to have the Mercedes, you can pay that. Mm. So like you pay that and you have the Mercedes. Like So like you're driving the Mercedes. But it's time for you to buy a car now. Like mm-hmm. you can't keep this up. It doesn't make sense financially. Mm-hmm. So it's time for you to buy a car. So you buy a Toyota that, that you can pay for upfront. Got it. And you can afford the maintenance. If anything breaks Please down, wait, it's not going to end your life. Do you have somebody to I guess. Toyota? I guess. I'm a so, I guess. So it's like, they're with this, these women who are mm. amazing women, right? but who they know that long-term, yeah. they can't just afford to be with. I'm not talking financially. I'm talking just in general. Mm. And I think that that's the... And because men, men always choose themselves. In my experience, most men, let me, before they come, most men... Oh, yeah, oh, please. Most men Maybe you add a percentage because you know here, <laughs> if you say anything... Most men, <laughs> in my experience, most men will always pick themselves. <laughs> so it's very selfish behavior, mm-hmm. but like they want everything. They want... Mm-hmm. So I want the babe with the bum bum, but I also want the babe with the boobs. But then I also uh, want to go to bed with the babe that prays. Yeah. So hallelujah, yeah. I'm going to be with the babe. That, that's it. That is such a great point. And that's the thing that I think women don't, they don't behave like that. We are, no. we are, no. our outlook is very different. Like we don't think, oh, we need to have it all. But they actually want to have it all because that's and that's why they're like stepping out to go check this yeah, one out. Yeah, they want to have one. most but of we, it all. I think, and I wouldn't Definitely. say settle. I think it's more like you can manage that you, you don't have a maybe six foot whatever. You yeah. can manage the five foot something, even though that would be your preference. But you say, OK, that's not really like, you know, yeah. the big deal. Like you look at the bigger picture, right? Mm-hmm. But with men, I think it might be a case of, OK, yeah, I like her. I love her. I can actually, you know, live with her for the rest of my life. But um, there's, you know, there's at least there's still that leeway where I can just go out and take play with something else later. Yeah, men, men can <laughs> full chest. Let's go. We and, move. We move. And, but women, I think also the older women also teach us that. So it's like a yeah. program to always manage. Yeah, it's like just manage now. Just <laughs> what so, is it? Beat you and so what? Are you the first to be beaten? That's that's. I'm going to you are driving a Range Rover in my days. 
I was driving a small car and I was still being beaten. So you are enjoying yourself. That's what they said. So you, you two, you'll be like, okay, well, at least God has done my best. So let me just participate. That's it. It's That's like you it. Have- you see, you manage money. That's, That's it. Do you, know, do you not see all those That's trends it. on TikTok? What I bought with 2K. It's a thing. It's like, oh, I bought this with 2K. I'm a manager. Oh, I don't yes, have a struggle. I don't have a driver. Yeah, I do everything I for myself. I'm a manager. And it's a plot. Like, we... We love women who are very good at struggling. Yeah, and I should not be the case. Men, don't, men they don't struggle for anything. They can't. It's not in no, there. Now, when men get money, you see that their their the spec has changed. Yeah, yeah, their eyes like oh, what's he did? Yeah, body <laughs> diet. Yeah, it's true. When men get money, that's why. See, you but know, if a woman gets money, money. What happens? She buys a mess. <laughs> Father Lord, I'm still on the seats. I oh, look at your orders that you love. No problem. I wait. Wait, wait. No, seriously. When yeah. women get money, they don't. They don't change no, their spec. They don't change their spec, but they take less nonsense. So that's how we do it. They take less nonsense. So mm-hmm. there's still something there. Money is a something, Sha. Yeah. As we have just discovered, mm-hmm. money is a something. But when a woman has money, like she's less likely to tolerate rubbish. Yeah, and that's like, why yeah. they say women who are in certain positions in their job yeah. roles and financially stable, they will not settle for anything. Less, they and that's why they stay on the market longer, yeah. which makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but it's funny. Isn't it like we're all having conversations with married people or people <laughs> about relationships yesterday? Because I had a, a, I had to go settle some domestics mm-hmm. and. Um, it's interesting because the guy was very much of the opinion that I can do this. I've apologized for this, but it's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like, wow. Obviously, everybody has heard that. Mm-hmm. But it's really like you really believe this and you really feel like you can say this. It's crazy because that means in society, we really have believed that, okay, anything a man does is okay because he's a man. And, you know, we just have to kind of like just manage it because, you know, he does other things. You know, like he does other good things. Wait, where can you do good things and not do that bad thing? Because that's what women do. Women don't say, oh, you did something bad to me. I'm going to like, you know, sleep with someone else. And then on top of it, I'm going to, you know, but I'll still make you food. Like, it, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, we don't take something away and then give you something. But that's what men actually do. Like, well, a lot of, well, not all men. Now, are you sweet men here? But... Some, some men. Some men. <laughs> Afternoon men. Some. Please, how do we some get to men? Oh, jeez, we've been on men for <laughs> like men. 10 minutes. But yeah, no, I, th- I think the crux is that, you know, we, we women that get married aren't really fully prepared. There should be a school. There should be some type of training. Yeah. You still end up in a happy marriage, but it's really like you're just navigating I mean, every day. I think, I think that at the end of the day, marriage is really... Yes, it's difficult. It helps to be prepared mm. so you kind of know what you face. But it helps when the person you're with mm-hmm. is also evolving and like is open and is learning and both of, and is kind. And you guys can just mm. have a conversation. Because yes, as much as this is, it, as much as, you know, marriage is hard and you have to go to the school and all that. I think it's between two people. Mm. It's what you guys decide in your units because that's all that matters at the end of the day. Yeah. So like, are we going to be open? Sure. If that's what works for you, that's 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 a successful man- marriage in my opinion because yeah. that's what works for you. That's what both of you have decided. Yeah. So yeah. 
And I think the big thing is communication. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, because anything can be misconstrued. One, If you don't say something today, tomorrow the person's thinking, okay, you don't care or whatever. Like, I think people just need to be a bit more open with their feelings, which is a difficult thing for, I think, men, especially men in Nigeria. Yeah, yeah. Men in Nigeria, they don't talk and then they get mad at you for not knowing that they were mad. <laughs> and it's like, am I a wizard? Oh, do I look like witchcraft? Psychic. And it always comes up when you say your own stuff. You were like, oh, I don't like that you didn't reply me. Ed, you know how many times you replied me? I didn't say anything. It's like, oh, whoa. That's none of my business. I'm talking about my thing. Yeah. If you had an issue, talk yeah. about it. So men, men don't. And I think it's also because they've been told to shut up a lot. Yes. You know, when they, since they were babies, you're not allowed to cry. You're not allowed to yeah, feel. Boy. You're not allowed to do anything. It's just, yeah, just go get on there and go. And, and it's unfair. Yeah. You know, it's very unfair. So we're all messed up from. Thanks, parents. Um, <laughs> you guys did a great job. <laughs> it's it's from foundation, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of us, and it's from them as well. So it's just a cycle of just, yeah. just people, just hurt people, mm-hmm. raising more hurt people who are raising more hurt people. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that I'm proud of this generation for is that we're actually doing the work. We're actually seeking the help. Yeah. A lot of people are going to therapy, trying to learn what's wrong with me so I can be better, so that I can raise better people. Yeah, we're being more and, intentional. And hopefully, you know, our kids are better people. Yeah, speaking of kids, oh my gosh. It's like you open the internet and there's something about a child. If the child is not being defiled, then the child, something is happening at school. And it's like, we we have these children. Some of us wait really long or we try really hard to have these kids. You have these kids, you bring them into the world and then it's now like, okay, my my heart is outside of my chest now and I'm living with, in a state of fear because I don't know what's going to happen mm-hmm. tomorrow because I'm just, you know, you just take your child to school and boom, yeah. something happens. Mm-hmm. Even if you leave your child with a nanny, something can happen. Like, it's just a constant state of worry. And then when something actually happens to someone so, or someone's child, it's like, wait, what? I trusted this um, institution. So, for example, this school now where the yeah. child um, was apparently um, allegedly electrocuted mm-hmm. and taken to an immunization center. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm not in school, into house sports. <sighs> it's crazy. It's crazy with the anxiety that comes with raising children. You have to, I feel like you have to give it to a higher power mm-hmm. at some point. You, mm-hmm. you can't keep on like panicking. But I feel like you can also really get involved with what's happening at school. Like I'm always fighting my children's school all the time. They know me. They're probably watching this. I'm like, this babe, <laughs> anything, any small thing. No, what is this? Mm-hmm. You know, so you have to sort of be very involved. And this is, it's not easy to say because everybody has lives. They have work, you know. Yeah. You have to work to feed these children. If not, they're gonna die. They're gonna die some way. Even yeah. not in school, apparently. Even, but you have to try your best. And the school, these schools are. You have to realize they're businesses. They don't care about your children. I feel like that's it. Just know that they don't care. Their bottom line is money. And once you know that, then you are a bit more careful with right. everything. So, if there is something like a, a sporting event, it's it is as as bad as you go there and stay there, like literally with them, you know, volunteer to be a parent chaperone. So like you're there. Um, but even then, anything can happen. Yeah, because even, so that even parent, then, she was everything, there earlier, because she, she was said. there. Exactly. Even then, anything can happen. But as a school and I think as a gov- government, it has to be better oversight over yeah. schools just in general, because anybody can open a school. 
And I go to school in this building and that's it. Nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to care. Nothing's going to happen until something bad happens. Then they'll realize, oh, there was a school in this building. Oh, you didn't know? Yeah, mm. that's what happens. If you are doing inter-house sports in a place that's not the school, surely they should have come, the safety commission should have come to check that everything is good before mm-hmm. they even let kids in. Because if they had come, they would have seen that there are live wires yeah. and there are all of these things. They would have tested and they say, this is not, this thing cannot go. Mm-hmm. I should have, and there is a Lagos State Safety Commission. They do go to events. Responsible people mm-hmm. call them and they come for their events to check their events before they, they go. Even if you notice when you, this December, last December during COVID, if you went to any concerts, they were there. They were walking around. You see them, they wear their T-shirts and they're walking around to make sure that everybody's safe. Everybody's wearing their masks. Shout out to people. Well, shout out to people who do their job. Yeah. You know, and if you say school, the least you can do is have sense and do the right thing. So yeah, the school should definitely be. Yeah. And it's the, it's the follow up as well. It's the aftermath of these, most of these schools. It's the way they deal with the situations. Mm -hmm. It's the way that they even think like, it's like sense. Does it evade them? Like, how is it that they ended up taking the child to an immunization center? So it's just like, gosh, I woke up. Had, you know, you have a child, took the child to school. And then now, what is this? Like, how do we, how do you, I know you said a higher power, you know, mm-hmm. you can always talk to God and pray to God about that. But seriously, I feel like so many parents, especially mothers, are literally treading on thin ice with that thing because it's like okay should I take my child to school should I homeschool them should I keep them locked in a cabinet so that and nobody can, can happen at home as well yeah so, so it's just <laughs> things can happen at home as well Fair. so you have to really give it to her yeah, I mean try everything you can within your power to make sure you micromanage every mm. single thing that concerns them mm. and then just leave the rest of God like in my house there's CCTV all over yeah. the place and mine's on like, I stay watching that all like, over <laughs> and I live in a place where you can't just go out I had to call them before anybody goes out and comes in so I know who has access to my children I know a lot mm. about a lot mm. I know their teachers I'm always talking to them but anything could still happen even when I do all these things yeah, and I'm so fair. I'm so like, everything is tight. I even have, let me not say what I have, but I have a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Don't let the staff watch and find out. Exactly. So I have a lot to make sure that I know where they are all the time. Like all the time, I know where they are. So, but then anything can still happen. Yeah, fair. Anything can still happen. That's true. Yeah. It's crazy. (laughs) But we've been in the media for a while. Yes. Yeah. Funny, fun yeah. fact. Um, we, both, <laughs> yeah. we both worked at the same radio station. Yes. So when, uh, actually, you took over the yes, show, right? Yes, so I, um, I was on Midday Oasis on Cool FM. And yeah. then when I left, Tammy B took over. Yeah. So yeah, you've been in the industry for a minute. <laughs> like, and we were kind of there when Instagram just started or just yeah. even before yeah. it started. It just started, actually. Yeah. But how does that like make you feel in terms of like your work and displaying your work do you feel pressure to be online because you know obviously I'm sure you just signed up to be an OAP and be like yeah that's what I want to do focus on my job and then it's like ooh there's now social media do yeah. I now have to be an influencer and all these other things do I have to keep posting and you know do you feel that pressure all the time and I hate it so much I'm not gonna lie I hate it so much like mm. I wanted to be on radio because nobody's supposed to know who you are yeah. That's the whole point of radio back in the day. Like the whole mystique for radio was mm-hmm. I I would always be out and I would I would be listening because I would hope to hear 
Dan Foster's voice and then I would know his face. Mm. I would be like, oh, no, I know that voice. This is Dan Foster. Mm. It was exciting. So I was like, this is a cool job. Everybody knows who you are, but nobody knows who you are at the same time. Right. So that's why I really wanted to do radio, apart from the fact that I'm, I'm good at it. But it was a yes, huge... Yes, you are. It was a huge draw. And then everything changed. And now you have to be seen and you have to be whatever. And I'm not very good at bragging, but this mm-hmm. industry, you, people who talk a lot thrive a lot. Like you have to say, I bought a house, I bought a car, I bought yeah. this bag, I bought this hair, I bought the shoe, I bought this, you know, then they're like, oh, this person is doing things. This person yeah. is. But there's some people who are there just really killing it and they're just at home. But it, you know, it doesn't matter. It's like you don't, you don't go, to, you didn't go to the party if it wasn't on Instagram. Like yes, it's exactly. Yeah. So it's like you're not doing good if you're not talking about yeah. it. And I'm not very good. Even though I'm good at talking, I'm not good at talking about myself in yeah, that way. I get you. And I, I also have dealt with like insecurity for a long time. Like I'm a very insecure person. I'm. Tra- I know it, it looks like I'm not, but I am. And I have never been like what people call conventionally beautiful. So it's been very, pictures are hard for me to take and then post and then like, oh, will I get a like? Will I not get a like? Mm. You know what I mean? So it's very, it's very tough. And um, coupled with the the fact that you can't, the media is very unforgiving of growing up. They don't want you to grow up. Like, yeah, you have to stay 20 forever. Yeah. But people grow up. And it has to be yeah, okay. Yeah, they have to age. And it's okay, <laughs> but, guys. But it's not okay to grow up. So you're like working and you're being age shamed. And I'm like, bear in mind, I started working at 21 or whatever. Mm-hmm. I started radio when I was 22. I was on radio for 11 years. That's a long time. I did all these great things, but then it wasn't enough. Like, they'll be like, you need to... I'm just like, no, <laughs> I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. So there is a lot of pressure and... Shout out to everybody who can. That's why I look at people, someone like Bob Risky and I'm just like, like yeah, how but can you is, do this? Like, yeah, he's totally every different. Day, you know what? It's, he's, he's, that's his job. And, he's not an OAP or an actor or anything else. He's solely. Okay, well, there's that. Okay, so who, who do I admire? You. <laughs> Girl, I'm you just trying to, to survive. Like, I, you know what? I feel, like, just, I feel like. I feel like. Remember, we said it's a therapy session. I feel like I'm just like in the middle because it's like one day I want to. I'll be like, okay, I can post. Then the next day is like, oh, I don't want to be in this thing again. I don't want to do this thing because it feels like, as you said, like we really just probably wanted to do our jobs. Like I wanted to be a presenter. I didn't really like sign up for all this, having to you know dress mm-hmm. up and show you, go to an event and all that. Because even like the social anxiety of having to have all these conversations. With people and it's like what are we actually talking about like sometimes I'm at these events and it's like hey hi how are you and it's just like, oh my god it's a lot there's too yeah. many energies and, and it's like you're nervous like you don't yeah, know. I'm like, oh my gosh can, can I go home now yeah like, but you you have to do that that's part and parcel of the job right but yeah for me it's like I'm stuck in the middle because mm-hmm. people are like oh yeah you're doing it you're doing it I'm like no I'm not doing it I you, have an identity really crisis are, you really are like shout out to tools tools was the one that made me start trying to be more like <sighs> um uh, what do you call it? Just like more outgoing, outspoken. Yeah, exactly. She would really hound you and be like, why are you not here? <laughs> <laughs> and I think it helps to have those sort of people like in the yeah, industry with you, yeah, like helping yeah. you out and pushing you. 
And yeah, there's the whole women don't like women thing. It's real. But there's some women who are yeah, actually just sure. rooting for you. And like, yeah, she would randomly send me a message and be like, you created this show. This is who you are. Remember? I'm like, yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so like, because yeah, you create, well, yeah, I, so like, I'm going to let you I, brag, I create, but you know, you did create a hit yeah, show. Yes. Come I on now. hit shows. D- hit it's shows. I do as tell well. Us, tell us some of them. Um, the latest one is Clinically Speaking. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's a medical series and it's about a, a general hospital and like, young doctors like navigating their way through the general hospital mm. and a lot of our doctors have left and are leaving so you probably see why like when you watch the show you see part of the reason why they're leaving because Nigeria is a mad place and they don't get paid enough to stay in the madness imagine if you were paying me like two M a month then no problem you can swear at me no problem yeah but like they're paying being paid 200k and 300k here to do all of that yeah, so it's a really it's a really good show and other shows coming. But yeah, that's the one. Oh, you yeah, let's speak about the other one. Yes, the I can, one. but okay. I'm promoting this. Yeah, I don't know. You, no, so that they know because you know that okay. one. Okay, so um, I created Skinny Girl in yeah, Transit. She did. Um, Damn first it. time mom and uh, mm-hmm. clean, clean really speaking. Good. And I have other shows come this year. It's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be mad. But yeah, yeah, clean, clean speaking. But yeah, is so I, I really like. I really feel like you know all of us. Um, not everybody is actually built to brag. Um, for me, as, like what you were saying, it's very difficult for me to actually do that as well. Mm-hmm. It might look easy, but it's so hard. Like, I have so many things I could brag about. I mean, I could literally use my husband as, mm-hmm. you know, a bragging thing every day yeah. online. I could literally be like, oh, he bought me this, he bought me that. He, oh, he he does this, he has this, he has this money. You know, some people I see, they see, okay, they send credit alert to them. Okay, they send credit alert to us, but will we now be putting, like, I don't know, yeah. I feel like, it's a bit much. Mm-hmm. So, it, 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 that's, but that's not what you really need to stay relevant. I think like the longevity comes in the work that you do. And I think we also have to remind ourselves that we have been in this for a long time and mm-hmm. we've actually done well. That's why I'm like, you're breaking. I don't, I don't, I don't know what's in your kitchen. I don't know what house you built, but that's fine. I know you, you are the creator of Clinically Speaking. You're mm-hmm. the creator of Skinny Girl in Transit, you know, first time mom. So it's, it's those things that we actually love that, we can brag about and it's okay. It's okay if people don't click uh, 10,000 times to like it. That's fine. But <laughs> is it? That's it. But you know, that's it's the actually question. Okay. That's the because question they, I need to ask they you. They see is it? it. They actually see it. Who does? No, these people, they see things. They see the real things that you do. It's just that noise. You know how noise is mm-hmm. just noise. It's like, oh, it makes them also feel like, oh, okay, I aspire to do that. But there's actually those people that aspire to be a producer, a good one at that. So it's not all the time, oh, I bought a new Birkin bag. Oh, aspire to because first of all, how are you going to get that bag if you ain't working? Because it's the, well, I can tell you so many positions. Um, Trey Song, they said, I want to put in seven. I was the person that said it's Terry Lane's always in jail. I want to put in seven. Apparently, the position they do get you the bands and they get you the okay. The I mean, but but I can't do that position from, from that, this chair. Uh, well, <laughs> apart from that, I mean, there is there are there's hard work, but yeah, it's hard when, work. when it comes to our industry and it comes to peers, like, do they really care? I feel like it's also, even in terms of even agencies, PR, marketing, you have to be top of mind as well for them to remember that you exist. That's true. So the the people who care, that's why they say right now, like talent doesn't really matter. Like it, I mean, it does maybe, but it doesn't do a lot anymore. Yeah. You have to do all the extras. So it doesn't matter. It's like pink, pink was, pink is amazing, right? But she had to start with this black R&B before she like, Opened up and hit and had the 
the, the we are back to good girl no debating <laughs> again that's where we're no, ending was she, was she, we don't know if she's a good like girl you have to, no no in but like you, you have to, to change yeah you really put on yourself to, to be able to you to know flourish. whatever I mean everybody has to have that switch up that's what they always say like mm. they, like think, Rihanna had her time and then she became a bad girl and all of a sudden come and roll boy oh Rihanna is Rihanna yeah. Do you know what I mean? I feel like Beyonce did it and then she had Sasha Fierce and since then I think she just became a thing. you just need a balance a that is good for your mental health. It's, yeah, so we need to... F- Hello, anybody else? Because you can there? easily turn to another if person. If you know the formula, <laughs> DM me now, please. <laughs> Someone said to me, tell me you're too talented to be poor and I'm like, yeah. Please, really, you're not poor now. Well, there's poverty and there's poverty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the poverty. Okay. I think the takeaway from this is talent, <laughs> talent pays, but I think, you know, you have to put it's yourself not, out it's there. It's a very small percentage of what you need to yeah, get to there. Get, to get yeah. there. Yeah, mm, for sure. especially yeah. in this day and age. But um, I think you should stay true to yourself because I think in the long run, it, your mental health will thank you for it because you could easily turn into somebody else mm-hmm. by doing what everyone else is doing to yeah. make noise and lose yourself so yeah thank you so much Tammy B for coming on the show <laughs> guys you. make sure you I've never, I don't even say this but just subscribe <laughs> yeah thanks for coming subscribe. please subscribe and yeah like and all that stuff and can you please follow Tammy B on Instagram yeah follow me I might not post like whatever <laughs> she posts on stories yes I was Gosh. on my stories when I'm working out and drinking like, coffee yes <laughs> like you will see that at least thank you guys thanks so much I will see you on another episode of me her and everything else bye guys